Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another bonus episode of Warp, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast, where normally we do unasked for audio commentaries of Star Trek episodes. But tonight, we go inside Picard. My name is Sean. My name is Matt. I'm Jake. And I'm in win. Back together again, folks, for yeah. episode seven of Picard, Star Trek colon Picard. Nepente. <laughs> Star Trek colon, colon Picard. You know, did you guys know, you guys, Sean, did you notice that they, some people say Nepente and some t- see people say Nepentha, Nepenthe? Like some people pronounce the H and, on this episode and some people don't. I did so, not notice. It's like when some people say Los Feliz and some people say Los Feliz and you're like, I don't mm. You say Nepente, right. I say <laughs> Exactly, exactly right. There's a lot of vomiting in this Ooh, episode. Is, there is. <laughs> oh, no, there's a really? lot. More than the average episode of Picard. And more than the average episode of television. <laughs> Two separate occasions of vomiting in this yes. episode. Sean, how many times watching this episode? So w- when did you watch this? As we're last recording night. this, it came out yesterday. I watched it last night. How many times? I know you to be a crier. How many times did this episode make you I, a I, little bit tears? I was... I didn't cry. I didn't cry once in this episode. It's okay to cry. Did you even a little teary? A, a little bit. A little choked up uh, a couple of times, but I don't ever, ever cry. I, I, I was actually expecting to be more emotional about it because like I was reading all the stuff online and everyone was like, oh, I'm just blubbering the whole time. And I was like, oh, God, it's just going to choke me up. But there were a couple of moments. All I right. mean, like with That's the, there was very interesting. Uh, it's a little off-brand for you. Yeah, but... yeah, it's true. And, and really. I, I wrote down, I wrote down six separate occasions <sighs> during the course of the episode where I got a little choked up watching. Oh man, this this. I really mean, this was you. the episode. I mean, honestly, this was the episode that like everyone was waiting. This for. This is the one everybody was waiting for. You know, because okay. it was like you know you had you you've had him interact with Hugh which was great, sure. but it was still a one-off character on the show. And you've had him interact with Seven of Nine, who was on a different show. Right. But they didn't still, even know each. They didn't even yeah, they know never, each. Yeah, they were never in the show together before now. To have him this actually interact time. with this Riker is, and yeah. Troy, and it was just like, oh, it just, I, like you said online, I could watch them just sit there and t- eat pizza and talk for I w- I episodes and episodes and episodes. We'll get into it, but like, there's just great scenes where both Troy and Riker really sort of don't they 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 dress him down in very specific ways, hmm. which is awesome. Like they don't just sort of adhere to everything because he's Picard. You know, they they, they talk to him like this. a real person. It's great. Yeah, my comment on Twitter was that I would watch a show called Two Guys, a Girl, and Pizza in Space because right. that's essentially what, like, 75% of this episode is just them hanging out and uh, talking, and it's great. I'd watch, I'd watch 10 more hours of those yep, three yep. hanging out on Pretty Garden Planet. and. Uh, Are they catching up? Are they, like, talking about, like, Well, let's get into it. Let's right, get let's, into the plot. So first the is... Episode written. Yeah, you do. Am I doing it, or are you? Go doing ahead. It? Go ahead. Go ahead. Who's doing what today, Sean? <laughs> well, you go ahead. I'll just do my normal, where I just say yeah a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's you. You opened the show. It's your do. It's your show. You do All the right. credit. 
Directed by Douglas Arniakoski. I think that's how you say his name. Something like that. Written by, is it Sarah? What was the, I can't write my own writing. <laughs> this is why I do it. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Shabon and. Samantha Humphrey and Michael Shabon. Humphrey, there you go. Wrote, it, wrote this episode. Yeah. And I don't know and, how to pronounce that guy's last name either. Arnie Kos, Arnie Okoski. Something his, like that. It's, uh, yeah. Anyways. Doug, if you're listening. How do you think this episode starts there, men? <sighs> dream sequence. Flashback. Dream flashback. Flash dream. It was, it, and it's interesting. Yes, Remember, it I had said dream. that this <laughs> would be a flashback. I called it an episode early, but I said that the, the ep, that we would see the flashback where we saw what Dr. Gerardi and evil Vulcan Commodore O talked about mm-hmm. that caused Gerardi to kill Bruce Maddox, right? Yeah. We're yeah. See that. yes. That's what we see. When we saw when we when we were watching episode five and yeah. she kills him at the end, you you correctly predicted, I bet we'll see a flashback where we learn because she says in that scene I wish you didn't know what 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 I know and or what they showed me, mm-hmm. and you predicted accurately that at some point we would see what she was talking yeah. about, and that's and, what this is. Right. So, anyways, First so we're scene, at the Daystrom Institute. Go ahead, John. And it starts the same way. She, old Commodore O walks up to her. She's got her little earbuds in her ears. And uh, she says, you know, I heard you were talking to Picard. You saw him twice. Although this seemed weird to me. You may have to. Didn't she go see him at the vineyard after having met with her? No. Because she go, when she goes to the does she go to the vineyard and then go back a second oh, time? Oh, now you. OK, well, now that you say that. Yeah, you're right. Because when she goes to the vineyard is when she tells him there's one thing I didn't tell. I already talked. Yeah. When she goes to the vineyard, she's already talked to. She's already talked. Right. To That's what I thought. Oh, right. That didn't even occur to me. Good job. Well spotted, Sean. They they screwed up the time. Yeah. OK. I, I mean, unless there's some unless they did that on purpose and there's some other thing going on that we don't know about. But yes, yeah, you're absolutely correct. Because what Commander, Commodore O says is we already know because we've been following you that you've talked to Admiral Picard and that you've told him blah, blah, blah about Bruce Maddox. And then you downloaded a bunch of shit uh, to to Picard, all of your research. And then you went and saw him in France, which you're right. We didn't that does not match up with what we saw earlier. Yeah. And she says to her, Commodore says, uh, look, uh, you're not in trouble. But Picard is doing is going to go on this mission. He's gone off. He's gone off book and he's going to go and do his own thing. And we want you to go to and sort of be our spy, our man on the inside, as it were. And she's like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) I don't I don't want to go off world like I'm not into that idea. She kind of hints that she's never even been in space. Yeah, she which, says I've never been. She, I think she. I don't which made go. me wonder, like, how many people do you think there are in in like the Federation who never go into space? Just live because on Earth you, and never go. Yeah, or whatever planet you're born on, because it seems yeah, yeah. like going into space is very common, right? People mm-hmm. are right. 
Mars, or even if you don't go like deep into deep space, just yeah. traveling around sort of your local solar system. Right. It's like a pretty common thing. Yeah, there's like a full there's like a city on the moon and stuff yeah, time know. and there's stuff on Mars. Yeah. I could see people like uh, staying just like uh, planet side. Huh? You know, there, there are people in sure. the world nowadays who don't even take pla- uh, airplanes. Yeah, well, I mean, there's I, people in this world that have never left the town they live in. Mm-hmm, yeah, I mean, my my parents are a, a good example. I mean, they've been on planes and they they travel, mm-hmm. but my both of my parents uh, have lived in the same, born and have lived their entire lives and will almost certainly die in the within a ten mile radius of Oof. where they grew up. You know, yeah, that's they wild. just they just. And that was a lot more common, I think. I guess that was a lot more common when our our parents sure. were young than it yeah. is now. But yeah. lots of people don't have the thing that we all have of, I got to get out of this place. Right. You know? <laughs> when you're growing up in Fresno, as, as you're <laughs> yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. I'm getting out of here the second I can. Well, it's one of those. Big city. <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh, like Jake and I, both from Indio, and you either leave or you don't leave. Like mm-hmm. you know, if those you aren't the two leave, choices. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, like, there's so many people that just they tried, they they thought about leaving, and they didn't. They waited too long, and then you just get stuck there. I mean, yeah. even if you get out, a piece of you always stays. Well, yeah, yeah. You can take the boy out of the Indio, but you can't take the Indio out of the boy. I think that's probably true. Our therapists have all tried. Been <laughs> <laughs> <No laughs> <luck>. away. <laughs> Um, so anyway, uh, she's talking to Gerardi and she says, look, we need you to go and spy on Picard for us. And Gerardi's like, why would I do that? Kilometer O is like, let me show you Open your what, what the stakes are. And Commodore O mind melds with Dr. Gerardi, yeah. which is a real, like in the, in the sort of lore or canon of Star Trek, Mind melding with someone without their consent is a real no-no. Like it's akin it's to thing, yeah. like it's akin to almost like a sexual assault. Like it's real invasive to do this to somebody who's uh, non-consenting that you haven't asked. Um, but it is uh, we, there was like I know a matter of debate about whether or not Commodore O was a Vulcan or not. This seems to confirm that she's at least part. Vulcan. Yeah, well, I don't know. Can Romulans mind meld? They, you would think I would know this as a, they have, a they've 46 never shown year old them, I don't Star think they've Trek. ever shown them do it. I don't. I can't think of, of any time I've ever seen it. Anyway, she mind melds. I, I don't know the answer to that. That's an interesting question. Yeah. Uh, someone nerdier than, than us might know the answer. The canonical listeners answer. send it out to if a tweet. you know Ask post your... a Twitter or so Twitter us at uh, yeah Twitter <laughs> us Twitter us send angry emails to warped the podcast at gmail.com <laughs> you can uh, mail us your scrawled scribe under a <laughs> yeah this yeah, your cut out magazine <laughs> letters <laughs> that'd be sort of cool actually that i would think like wow someone's really taking a lot of time to piece this together i mean there's no such thing as bad publicity so <laughs> Sure. Hate mail is just as good as Please. mail. In Bring my... the hate mail. We love it. <laughs> I mean, remember, I, I it's, it's internet know, rules. So I would love to know that anybody 
was cared enough was to hate us. That cared enough to hate us. <laughs> John, what does she see when she mind melds with uh, a lot of real quick stuff that I in my sort of late night it was sort of hazy. There was one thing, the destruction of the earth, the earth blowing up. Yes. Was, she the, sends... was really the most important thing I think that we saw. Yes. It's a it's a lot of horrible shit happening. Planets exploding and all all manner of disaster. But we Doctor... know that we know that she's kind of a quote unquote bad guy though, right? Because mm. and yes, she's I mean definitely in on definitely the, the on her own with agenda. The Romulans. Yes, but w- would you would your suspicion be that it's a a f- just a baseless image somewhat that's only being used to manipulate her? Or well, do you think it, she's gotten it from somewhere, the vision? It, it, it's unclear because okay. usually... It definitely could be either. Usually right. the way mind melds work is that you can share your own personal memories with someone, right? That's usually what mind melds are used for. I will sh- You will see my history and I will see yours. Yeah, and you, can, sh- you can share feelings shit, and stuff. This shit that Commodore O is doing hasn't happened yet. Right. So it can't be a memory. So it's it's some kind of implanted, you know, prediction or some, uh, some sort of implanted thought that, as far as we know, doesn't have any necessarily any basis in reality, right? Because she's showing her images of things that have not happened, which is not usually how the mind meld, the whole mind meld thing works. Right. But it, her reaction to it is so like immediately believes that it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, mind which, melds are very convincing. They're very which, powerful. Yeah. Which That's leads like... you to believe that either it's such a strong manipulation that it worked that well, or there's something about the visions and, and the way her mind melded that made her believe that it was true. Outside of it just being a manipulation. Yeah, sure. And it's also a little, it's also unclear what the motivations are, what, especially what Commodore O's motivation is. Like, she might genuinely think that she's, she's doing help. the right thing and mm-hmm. that, and that she's making these difficult decisions in order to serve the greater good. Well, whether if the that, earth is being destroyed and yeah, that's what I mean, she's she trying to stop, she has a point. And if she genuinely believes that, then that's one way to look at it. If she's just evil and is just fucking with everyone for her own purposes, remains to be revealed. Mm. I'm sure we will get an answer to that in... You know, there's only three episodes left. Right. I think, I think, I think things are going to start paying off. You would hope uh, they're going to save it all for season two. No, I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to pay it off because yeah, I don't I think would, they didn't know they were going to get a season right. two. Right, sure, and so, filmed it before that happened. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a, a relatively inclo- self-contained story yeah. when you get yeah. to Just real quick, well, we're about to get to to the scene uh, uh, Picard here. Uh, we've talked about how how he looks good, but he looks very old. He looks, he looks great for a seventy nine year old. That man. he looks just the same as he did on the on Next Generation. Incorrect. I, <laughs> since this week we are recording uh, the first episode of Next Generation, mm-hmm. I watched. Uh, you know, me too. I watched. Oh, it you too. watched the episode. You watched? Yeah, I did because I wanted Farpoint. to. 
Yep. Yeah, I I've watched... seen part one. I'm, I'm and watching. it was like, wow, he is so. And it, where it really made a, is his voice. Yes, yeah. his voice is so much weaker now than yes. it was back then. Interesting. Like, yes. That's where the age really hits you. Mm, yeah. I think you'll be able to tell men because we'll listen. We're going to watch it without the sound on. I told yeah. men before you got on the call, Sean. I told men he needed to I, that I recommend watch it beforehand. That watch yeah. it beforehand. Mm-hmm. Because I think that because we're going to be spending a lot of time in the world of next generation sure. for the next significant chunk of the next couple of years, it's going to be a lot of next generation. Oh, yeah. I, I, I said everyone should watch it for real. Yeah. As as just sort of a like baseline so that you know sort of how people sound when they talk and what they're right, right. Especially for, you know, somebody like Aaron who's never seen it yeah, or yeah. you know, it's just helpful to have at least it's sort of like when you you know how when you were in college and you would like carbo load before you would <sighs> go out to like really Party. like get Party. hardcore drunk and you just wanted like you just wanted like a base of of carbs in your to stomach soak up the booze so you just go into like the hedrick dining hall and just eat like a pound of pasta before it was time to go <laughs> to a party or whatever well i was unsure about watching the episode before then now but yeah let's let's get Carbo it on mode. well and i think the other thing like also, it's a really good episode, and it well, introduces all and the characters. And next gives generation you is a much more, much more interesting show than original series is too. But the other thing is, you also the relationships are a lot more complicated on Next Generation than they ever were on original series. Mm, right, the characters that original series, their relationship to each other is they're all just work friends. There is no yeah. other layer to their relationship. Where a lot of that, there's a lot of that in Next Generation. And if you're trying to, you're not going to be able to follow it at all. It would be good if you had that baseline so that when we're watching the episodes, you don't, you're not constantly thinking, well, wait, why are they doing this and why are they doing that? Because it'll, the, we'll start talking about the show too much. I, I agree entirely. And the person who really needs to hear this is Aaron, and she's, <laughs> she'll never hear this. Happen. And she would never do it, even if she was hearing mm-hmm. it. So. I have told this her will all be lost. She should, she should watch the episodes that that and not only for think, just, I think just watch the first one. At least watch just the to first get one. Yeah. who the characters are, what their relationships are to each other. And then from then on, if you don't want to watch it, fine. That first season is pretty terrible anyway. So <laughs> but that first episode is first really episode's important. good. Yeah. I would I dare say that the relationships in the original series though are there they they I don't think they're necessarily shown on screen or sort of like depicted on screen but you know you uh, I got a sense that there were you know bonds and and friendships between well, those of, characters of course sure. there were friendships and bonds but they didn't have any impact on any of the plot lines of mm. the show it, it's just the difference between the way they told stories on TV in the 60s yeah, sure. and the way they told stories on TV in the 80s yeah. So it 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 goes from being about a a a group of fellow employees, coworkers, hmm. and it becomes about next generation is about a family. Like those right. those characters become a family. Which we will get into this episode tomorrow. Much of a family <laughs> tomorrow when well, we, when we talk when we record Encounter at Farpoint. 
and in this episode, we see how that family has progressed. Yes, this we're now we're now thirty minutes into this, we and we're still on the first. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you were wondering about how the timing was going to work out. Yeah, we're doing very well. We're tracking perfectly. Yes. So Commander Oak does the mind meld and freaks Gerardi out. Gerardi says, "Okay, what can I do? How? Do, what do you want me to do?" And she's like, Commander O is like, first eat this, eat this triangular <laughs> thing that I'm holding yeah. in my hand. Oh, no, she, she ate a thing? A little, she holds yeah. out a little, like, triangular, um, it's about the size of a, of a, of a four-sided die, man. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a except little flat, pyramid. Except flat. flat. And she puts it, her, Gerardi puts it in her mouth, and the Commodore's like, uh, you have to, bite into it or it doesn't work. Chew it. Yeah. yeah, so she like crunches and you hear this like like crunching sound. Like, it was gross, kind of gross. <laughs> I thought. I was like, I would not want to eat that thing. Yeah, that no, she just it looked all ate. metallic and I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's like a tracker. And, and it's, a, it's some kind of tracker that will allow her to, them to find Gerardi uh, no matter where she so is. So they can keep, keep tabs on Picard wherever he goes. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Okay. Oh, and she says, what do I have to do? And Commander, Commodore O is like, it's going to require horrible sacrifice for you. <laughs> Which we now know is referring to Kill her having right. her, her lover, mm-hmm. Dr. Yeah. Um, I just read uh, the Star Trek Picard prequel novel that they published a couple of weeks ago uh-huh. called uh, The Last Best Hope. Which gives you all kind of backstory on everything that's happened before the show started, mm. um, and you get a lot of Bruce Maddox and uh, Agnes Gerardi mm. and their oh, like, love their of relationship. Yeah, exactly, mm. he was like her mentor. She was his student. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little Fifty Shades. It sounds like. Yeah, it wasn't like that, but <laughs> it wasn't and there was like no bondage or anything. Oh. It was, well, there was chemical bondage. <laughs> and I just realized my mic doesn't have my little like foam thingy on it because I left it in the other room. You should I go and fine. get it or does it make a difference? Uh, you've been sounding okay. Anybody uh, noticed any pops? Good. Yeah, I don't hear yeah. any pops. Okay. So we go up to La Serena, Sean. Yes, yes. And, and what's happening up there? They're, they're caught in a tractor beam at the board cube because when we last saw them, they were at the board cube, and uh, Picard and Soji had jumped through the transporter to Nepente and told them, go meet us there, and they're trying to leave, but the board cube has got them in a tractor beam. And but I thought Hugh ran that cube. And... Well, the Romulans, have, you know, the, with Soji escaping, the Romulans, you know, Rizzo and the Romulans have mm. sort of taken over. It's and, like a coup. Yeah, sort of. They're trying to escape they're trying to get rafi rafi's trying to hack the tractor beam to try to turn it off and eventually they do they flash to the board cube and uh you've got elnor and hugh right who had stayed back to fight uh hugh is being punished by rizzo saying you know what did he what did he go what did you help him why did you you know talking about picard and soji and he's like I'm not going to tell you anything. She's like, fuck it. I'm bored. Kill them all. And then has the Romulans basically slaughter 
all of the XBs. Oh, Jesus. That okay, you... so her, her, sorry, I went and got my little foam condom. <laughs> I didn't feel comfortable not having it on this next <laughs> Matt wants to be a professional, damn it. I felt unsafe. <laughs> Get the coronavirus that way. And then she she tells him to so kill them all. Rizzo's name is Narissa. Narissa. Right? Yeah. That's her Romulan. She's they called her Lieutenant Rizzo when she was pretending to be a Starfleet person. Yeah. But now they're calling her Narissa. Right. And they're and they've got a bunch of the XBs kind of lined up. Right. And they've got a bunch of gunmen, sort of like yep. there's a firing line. And she's like threatening Hugh. She's like, tell me where Picard and, and Soji went because you were with them and now they're gone and you're still here. Meanwhile, were you, the, Sean, were you thinking, where's Elnor? Like, Elnor is yeah. slicing heads off the last time we saw him. Right. He why sort of isn't pops he in like, eventually. But yeah, yeah, but it's like, why isn't he in this? With why, you, right. How right. do they get separated? Like, they never quite explained no. that, why they're not together in this scene. Because you would think that Elnor would have stuck by Hugh and helped him, but mm, he doesn't. No, I think once you get Elnor going, he's like a Roomba. He's like a killing, like a he's Kill Bill death room. Slaughtering. Just, he just yeah. goes from corner to corner. <laughs> Hunting. Killing people. Scaring cats and, <laughs> and murdering. Slaughtering Romulans. That's what I, that's in my mind is. So she's like, tell me what the fuck is going on. Where did you go? Where did they go? And Hugh, to his credit, uh, refuses to tell yeah. honorable nice does elnor pop in now and say oh then she fucking murders all the she murders yeah. all the x yeah. yeah. except hugh right he was alive right. yeah okay. she kills all of his like right he is like refugees that he's yeah to say. and then elnor pops in and says, and then he's like crying well first you see Narek like uh, oh getting yeah. on his little little ship right he hops in a ship a little scene where Narek is like climbing onto like a little Romulan fighter ship and getting ready to like fly away. So it's Narek and his his sister is Narissa. Yeah, Narek and Narissa. Mm, right. And up in the attic, remember? <laughs> right. Yes. yes. They spend, they seem like they spend some time in, they've, they've in the picking those flowers. flowers. <laughs> picking picking those flowers. Picking flowers in the attic. Um so she kills all of his his buddies. Yeah. And then she's kind of like got him. She's like, I can't I kill you. And then they just kind of leave him. And he's like crying. It's really sad. It was, yeah. it was like really sad. He's like sort of hunched down over the bodies of these people that he was trying to save. And he's crying. And, and she's like, I don't have any use for you because you're not going to tell me what I want. And I can't kill you. So they just kind of leave. Mm. And then Elnor shows up. After they've all gone, Elnor comes in and it's like, well, where the hell were you when all this was going on? Like, we could have used you right here, Elnor. Like, this was kind of a horrible thing that just happened. And you're supposed to be this badass warrior nun. But uh, you missed the boat on this one. Elnor comes in and he's like sort of. And how is he? Is he nonchalant? Is he emotional? No, he's is very he... upset. Like, oh, he's ups okay. he feels upset that he's that he was late. Yeah, gotcha. and meanwhile, up on the ship, they're ready to go. Did you guys talk about that? That they got released? That yeah, got well, released? we we say that they do get released, and they take off, and then Narek chases. Their whole thing is like, well, we don't need the shit. We don't need to hold them because 
we're going to track that. Narek's going to track them, right? Uh-huh. So she says, let them go. So suddenly they're free and they don't know why, but they're happy to be free. And uh-huh. so they call down to Elnor and they're like, because Gerardi is like, hey, what about Elnor? Anybody <laughs> remember Elnor? And so they call Elnor and he's and on the board cube and Elnor's like, I'm staying here. Yeah, I got to stay here. She needs me and I have to pre- make sure that nothing like this ever happens again. So I'm going to stay here on the board cube. And meanwhile, up on the La Serena, they're all just like, that's a strange okay. choice, but okie dokie. Yep. Uh, they're like, you're crazy. And then Dr. Freddy's <laughs> like, I think he's brave. And they're like, yeah, and you're brave. <laughs> so anyway, he's going to stay behind. They, the rest of the gang are all going to the independent day. They're going to fly. They shoot off into warp speed to go to Nepente and we see another ship which we know is Narek's little ship shoots off into warp space uh, following behind them oh. and that's the opening credits we've yeah. arrived at the opening credits every wow day. 46 minutes 45 minutes to get there. <laughs> and my We're pizza is here and I have to go <laughs> 45 <laughs> minutes into this episode and we've arrived at the opening credits bye Jake <laughs> no, I have a few more minutes oh okay you can eat pizza on the podcast, all right? To be fair, it was a long, cold open. It was a bit of a... There's it a was lot about going. 20... It more, was about 20 more happens in the cold opening than really happens in the rest of the episode, as long as, <laughs> as far as plot-wise. Most of the rest of the episode is just Picard, Riker, and Troy hanging out. <laughs> sure. Well, now we're getting to the good stuff, though. Right. When Which is the good stuff. Good. So they come back from the credits and it's Nepente and yep. Nepente is this like beautiful sort of garden planet. It's it looks gorgeous. Um, did you guess where the the well, we'll get to it in a minute. I, I think I know what the question is and I, I got it. I figured it out at the end of the episode. Uh, Picard and Soji beam in because they've escaped in that magic super transporter mm-hmm. at Supercell. And they are confronted by a, a girl. What is she, 12, 13? Looking? She's somewhere in that range, yeah. She's all dressed up like an Indian kind of, or a Native American, First Nations type person. She's got a bow and arrow. And she's like, stick them up. And Picard's like, you're Kestra, and I already know you're not really a problem. Soji's <laughs> like, I thought this planet was supposed to be nice. And Picard's like, chill out. This is fine. <laughs> Is that uh, Troy and Riker's uh, little baby? Their daughter, yes. Their daughter? It is. Because Picard's like, are your mom and dad here? And she's like, oh, okay. You know mom and dad. Come (laughs) come with me. Which I guess is all you have to say. Are your mom and dad here? Well, she knew who he was because he says who he is, doesn't he? Does he not say he's... Yeah, well, they find... There's this conversation where they're kind of walking along... The three of them are walking to the house. Right. And Soji and the girl whose name is Kestra. Did you catch the Kestra reference? It's a pretty it's a pretty no. deep cut. There's an episode of The Next Generation where Troy learns that her mother, Luoxana, had another daughter. Oh. So, sort okay. of a late season. I think it might be season six or five. There's an episode where Luoxana comes on the ship. And Troy learns that that Loxana had an, another daughter who died when uh, an older daughter who died when Troy was a baby. Mm. And 
that that girl was named Kestra. Ah, this character it. is named after Deanna's sister. Sister, sister correct. So Kestra and Soji are walking along. Picard is sort of walking behind them. Kestra shows Soji a compass. She's got like an old timey, you know, point north compass um, that she uses for, you know, she whatever. hunts and stuff. Yeah, they're like it's very out in the middle of the forest, like where. So the bow isn't like a toy bow. It's like uh, she's meant no, to no, be like. She, yeah, she's got no. a real bow and arrow, and she okay. threatens him. And Picard's like, she points it at his heart, mm. and Picard's like, my heart is made out of metal because <laughs> You're Picard point had, it there. at yeah. one point in the past, Picard had a heart transplant, so he has an artificial heart. Picard's like, my heart's made out of metal, so if you really want to kill me, you point it at my head, and she dies, <laughs> and it's like a little joke. It's fun. So they're walking along, and Picard, uh, Soji and Dodge are, Soji and Kestra are talking, and Kestra's like, who is that old man? Is he your grandpa? Is he your dad? And yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like, so she's <laughs> like, I don't really know who he is, but he claims to know my father. And Kestra's like, well, who's your father? And Picard's like, well, your father was an android named Data. Yeah, a good friend of mine, Data. Oh. Soji kind of freaks out because Soji, like, didn't know she was an android until that moment. Yeah. Picard kind of, like, stuck his foot in his mouth in that. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> but it was out. written that way. Yeah. No, sir. I mean, it's not Patrick Stewart's fault. He's just, <laughs> right, no. he's just That's reciting. chose to do that. He's reciting the dialogue <laughs> he was given. He tells Soji about Dodge. He's like, I knew your sister. He's like, not all of your memories are fake. Because she's freaking. What's happening is she's freaking out because she thinks everything is fake now because she got betrayed in the last episode by Narek, who she thought she could trust. So now she doesn't trust anybody. She doesn't right. trust Picard. She doesn't trust she anybody. She learned that. I mean, she just recently learned that she's no, all, most of her memories are fake. She doesn't exist more than three. She hasn't existed for more than three years. Like, so she doesn't believe anything at this point in time. Picard tells her, your sister, a lot of your things that have happened to you are not real, but your sister was real. I knew her and she came to me for help and she died. And I'm, but I'm here to help you. And then they sort of wander up to the house and this was the question I was going to ask Sean. Sean, did you recognize that house? I didn't until the end, but I did. I did recognize it before I before the end of the episode. Yeah, I didn't recognize it at all. Stan, oh, really? Stan said, "I think that's the house from the Great Outdoors." It is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? The one. It's on the Universal backlot. It's on the Universal backlot, and you and they take you by it if you're on the studio tour, if you're on the like tram tour. I didn't. You know, like, the, I didn't remember it at all. But Stan was like, "That looks like the great outdoors house to me," and I was like, "Yeah, you're right." I think you know why right. I know it. There's a, there's a, uh, the last shot was like right before Picard and to, to spoiler alert when Picard and Soji get beamed away mm-hmm. at the end of the episode. Uh, Troy and Riker and Kestra are kind of standing in the doorway on the steps there. Yeah. There's that. I have a picture of my wife and her brother and my two kids standing in that exact same spot. <laughs> uh, uh, so I, I was like, oh, that's the great outdoors house. <laughs> Is that the movie with John Candy? Yes, and Dan Aykroyd. Uh, 
Hmm. So anyway, well spotted. Yes. Sean and Stan. I would not have recognized it. They come up to the house and who do we see but our good old pal Deanna Troy. Yeah. This was the first moment where I got a little teary eyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote cry number one in, <laughs> in my notes. This was the moment. This was I got choked up here. This was one of my choked up moments. My two choked up moments both had to do with 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 uh, Deanna Troy. Yeah. She kind of looks up and she sees them and she's so happy to see they're so happy to see each other and they sort of embrace and they hug and it's it's it was great. It was just really sweet and lovely. And she's an empath, right, Min? So she Mm -hmm. can uh, sense people's emotions. Mm -hmm. So she kind of like, after they hug, she kind of looks at him and she's like, oh, you're in trouble. Like something's going on with you. And he's like, yeah, I kind of need help. Mm -hmm. And then we see good old Will Riker, Jonathan Franks. He's in the the kitchen. kitchen. He's like a... He's taken a he's got a chunk of mozzarella cheese in his hand or not mozzarella. It's Parmesan cheese. And he's, he's grating said, it, grating it on the grater. Uh, uh, cooking. He's listening. He's listening, to jazz. he's listening to jazz music. Of course, he, he always is. does. Oh <laughs> Riker loves jazz. Doesn't he play the sax? Who plays the sax? Trombone. He plays, he plays trombone. the trombone. Oh, that's right. Uh, you're almost right. Uh, and he's like. What's going on out there? And the then comes in. He's all, Dad. What? What do you need? Yeah, and he's like, I. He's like, I can't hear you. And then Picard's like, Hey, Will. And Will turns around, and Picard and Riker see each the other. Smile that on was, on on Jonathan Frake's face was just magic. That was cry number two. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was still I was still choked up from the first one, so I, I sort of blended as one whole. <laughs> whole moment there i i think that both of them are terrific in this episode oh they are arena Sertis and jonathan frakes are both great in this I, episode. both of them got well i think generally i would think in the people and especially jonathan frakes people gave him shit i think a lot as being an actor right an original I, I I can remember back in the day people thinking that Troy was a terrible character. Sure, her too. Yeah, I've come around thought. a lot on Troy. Like, but I, they Troy both were great in this episode. Yeah, really, really, really good. Yeah. So they hug. It's a, there's a lot of hugging in this episode. A lot of <laughs> hugging. A lot of throwing up. A lot of. Oh, <laughs> we haven't gotten to any throwing up yet. Well, we haven't gotten uh, yet. When does Girardi throw up the first time? Uh, oh, it's when she's it's when after the mind meld, we missed one. of the Oh, that's right. Then. She throws up after, after the mind meld where she sees the visions of the future. She uh, throws up. Okay. So vomit number one is in the books. Yes. Picard and Riker hug. They're so happy to see each other. They love each other so much. Riker's like, you're in trouble. And then he goes shields up and he's got and. They literally live in like a log cabin in the middle of the woods. But as soon as Riker says shields up, you hear the computer going shields activated. And, and it's, it's like, like the whole thing it's is like, like, oh, he's got like a total like smart house. You know? Yeah, like, it's all like, uh, like you might want to check scans and check cloaking as well. Yeah. He's like, oh, set cloaking scan computer. Yeah. So Romulans. Riker's house is decked out. Yeah, it is. He's all, we've had some trouble with some. Whatever I can't remember what there's. Yeah, some... he says we've had trouble with the Kazenti, which are those, <laughs> those cat, those cat-looking aliens from the uh, cartoon <laughs> series. Yeah, 
Aaron would have big problems with this right here. So they have uh, a scene where there's they sort of talk and Riker's like, "What's going on?" And because well, he tells him he's all you know when he tells him the the cloaking, he's like, "Oh, Romulans." He's like, "What did I tell you when you went on the Romulan <laughs> uh, plan mm-hmm. that I'd be?" I'd have an ass full of uh, Romulans the rest of my life or something like that. Wait, did you say an ass full of Romulans? That's what he said. Ass deep in Romulans. Yeah. What he says is, (laughs) Riker says to him, do you remember what I said to you when you decided to go on on the mission to save all of the Romulans? And Picard's like, that I would be ass deep in Romulans for the rest of my life. And Riker's like, uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> and also that no good deed goes unpunished. Yeah, so they're having, a, they're, having, they're having a little moment mm. there. Wow. Uh, Troy comes in. Troy says uh, Kestra took Soji to like clean up. And uh, I can't read her emotions. Oh, She's like, Troy's like, Troy's like, she looks human. She acts human. But I can't read her at all. Mm-hmm. She's not really human, is she? And Picard's yeah. like, mm, gulp. Because <laughs> he still kind of doesn't want to get them involved, so he's he, trying yeah, not he's to like, tell sort them. Sort of uh, plausible deniability type of situation. He doesn't want to tell them too much. Mm-hmm. And then Troy and Riker both tell him, this was cry number three for me, was they both tell him, you can stay as long as you need to. Whatever it is, we'll figure it out together. Yeah. They, you, you sort of hear a little bit of the next generation music playing right. in the background, and it's just like, oh, these guys, these yeah. guys, well, they're back Who together. Love these guys, yeah. If you don't love these guys, I don't want to know you. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so, it was so great watching this episode and encounter at Farpoint at the same time. Just mm-hmm. seeing like this great rainbow, you know, like where they started to where they get to was great. It was, just, it was really great timing for us. Do you think they're going to uh, meet uh, Jordy, Worf, uh, any of the, the rest of the old crew? None I mean, of them have been announced, so I'm um, guessing no. I mean, every other character that they've announced has yeah. shown up at this point in time. Yeah, yeah. Well, except for uh, uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Well, that was she's a, she was invited to do season two. She's uh-huh. going to be in season two. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> we have not seen Will Wheaton on this show. Is no, and I don't think we're going to. He hosts the after show, which I haven't watched any of the. Oh, I didn't know there was shows. one. Yeah, yeah, they do like a one of those Walking Dead, Talking like, Dead type things, post show yeah. recaps. But I haven't watched any of them. But he's he's the host of that. I have to refresh my beverage. Sean, do you want to talk about Kestra and Soji while Kestra's taking a shower? Yeah, watching Soji take a shower. Yeah, I have to refresh myself too. So you and Jacob are just uh, really, really quick while they're gone. uh, What, as a as a fan of Greece, uh, what what's your opinion about the name change for Rizzo? Uh, I didn't really even notice. I mean, I noticed that her they were calling her Narissa. I thought that like Rizzo was like a nickname that I did whatever. Didn't. <laughs> okay, not an not an emotional beat for you. Okay. Yeah, that didn't, I just want to make wasn't sure. like oh they took away my grease. No, I, didn't have that. <laughs> I did not have that feeling. No, okay, sorry. More because of you, more people who enjoy grease watch this than Star Trek fans. So oh. I thought I thought I'd bring that up. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Um, 
and they're they're having a conversation. Kestra, I believe she starts talking in another language at this huh. point in time. Um, and she's telling her a story. I, I think this is where I, okay. I'm back. What did I miss? So Kestra and Soji are talking. Recap, the, recap the recap, Sean. Soji's taking a shower, and that's where Kestra starts talking in the funny language. Yeah, well, she they talk about data. She's like, "Do you, uh, do you like Sherlock Holmes? Do you like?" She's asking. Oh, she's I trying don't... to figure out how close she is to data. She's like, "Do you have mucus? Yeah. Do you have like?" Oh, that's you, right. Yeah, do you yeah. have sweat? Like, and she's like, "Yeah, I have all of those things." She's like, "Well, data didn't have any yeah. of these things," and so she's like, "How do you know so much about data?" And Kessler's like, "My parents talk about." life on the enterprise apparently all the time because Kester knows everything about what data was like and what life on the enterprise was like so apparently they talk about it a lot that's a lot of intimate detail to be sharing with your daughter though like oh yeah he had no sweat glands and uh, he had mucus and he was fully functional yeah he was fully functional he was fully functional (laughs) he was fully functional we'll see that pretty soon very second episode yeah, it's the second episode we learned that. Data fucks. <laughs> Data fucks. I mean, I don't know what else to say. He bangs. He bangs. He does. Um Soji's like, why do you why why are you asking me all these questions about what what, what I'm like? And she's like, and Kester's like, because Data's whole deal deal was that he always wanted to be human. He could do all of these amazing things, but but he oh, he would have given he, it all away to be human. He wanted to he wanted to know how to tell a joke, and he wanted to know how to ballroom dance, and which is all kind of references to old things that we yeah. we saw on the old show. Mm. Then we get Troy. Troy tell Troy, earlier. Troy tells Picard, "You have to take a nap. You can sleep in Thad's room, right?" So 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 they we see a little scene where Troy takes Picard into Thad's room, and Thad is their older son who we learn has right. died mm. over we learn in this scene right. has sort of passed away and so troy and picard have this like scene in thad's bedroom where they talk about the made-up language and the son liked to make up languages kestra kind of speaks in a in this made-up language that they like and, and she doesn't yeah, she doesn't troy doesn't no one of them, but she speaks in one of the other ones. Yeah. And, and it's one, this was one cry number languages. this is cry number four for me. This is a really great yeah. little scene between Marina Sirtis and Patrick Stewart because yeah. they're ta- they're talking about like the fact that Thad has died and it would have been his eighteenth birthday. And Picard's like, I'm so sorry. And I just wanted to, I'm, I'm so sorry to drag you into this. I don't want to get, I don't want to put any of you in danger. And well, and she tries like, about- like we're, we, we will do anything we can to help you, but I'm so scared that anything might happen to Kestra. And she's like, I'm not as brave as I used to be, <laughs> Jean Luc, yeah. which I really, I thought that was really like, I liked yeah. that line. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. She's we can all these, relate to that. She's had these children, and she's gotten older, and she's not the sort of adventurous yeah, Starfleet yeah, yeah. person mm-hmm. that she used Well, to especially be. she's lost one child. Like, she just can't lose another one. And Marina Sirtis mm-hmm. knocks it out of the park yeah. in this scene. She's so good. She's 
almost but not quite crying, which is like feels like a really hard thing to do as acting wise. Mm. She's just she's right on the verge of crying, but never quite does like she's keeping it together. It's is a great little scene. And Picard's like, I totally get it. As soon as I figure out what my next move is going to be, we'll we'll get we'll be out of here. We don't want to get we don't want to cause any trouble for you and Riker and Kestra. It was a very sweet little touching scene, I thought. Yeah. They show a picture of Picard holding Thad as a baby. Yeah, he says something about I only saw him once. She said, No, you saw him twice. And one then she shows him a picture yeah, of Yeah, you saw him when he was babe when he was brand new. Mm-hmm. Uh we go back to the Serena. Yes. They're being tracked everywhere they go. Narek is following yeah, them. They don't, they don't know who Narek, it is, but, but there's a ship following them. Everywhere they go, there's the ship following them. So, and they can't figure out why. We know it's because Dr. Gerardi swallowed that pill. Track. And uh, they're tracking Dr. Gerardi, but they don't know that. Do they know they're being tracked or no? Yeah. Well, they, they know, know they're being They know they can't mm. get away from this guy somehow. Yeah. Every and, time they... and Rios is starting to suspect that the reason why is because he's able to track them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, every time we jump, they, they're, this guy's right behind they're right us. on us. Mm-hmm. So they, Dr. Gerardi kind of this, freaks out a little, little jump. Yeah. They do this stop. like little jump and stop. And they, they're like hoping that maybe whoever's following they're them will, will jump over them, like mm-hmm. jump yeah, ahead of them. So. Sort of like slipping into the alleyway real quick. Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Dr. Gerardi flips out a little bit and she's like, why don't we just, I don't, why don't we just, why don't we just go home? Go home? <laughs> can we just go home? Why can't we just go home? We don't need to, they can deal with, Picard can take care of himself. Let's just go home. And Rios <laughs> she is like, it. she's like, you know, I've been paid by someone to yeah. do this. He's like, you I'm came on. We didn't ask God. you to come on board. You came on board of your own volition. So now oh. you just got to chill. She's basically having like, a panic attack, right? Yeah. She's like she's freaking like, out. And Rafi's like, she killed right. Maddox, and she you know knows what? why they're being tracked, right? But she can't. Tell it's them. a lot to handle. It's a lot to handle. Allison Pill handles not it. handle it well. No, but Allison Pill is a great actor, and yeah, she's, she's really good in this episode. Mm. All of her sort of anxiety and panic attack stuff is really good in this episode. I just Rafi's imagine. like. I'll, I'm gonna take care of you. Let's let's go. I, I, I'll I'll get you all set up, baby. You listen to Mama Rafi, and we'll we're gonna take care of you. Sounds off. like some drugs. Like, will there coming. be cake? She's like, will there be cake? Oh yeah, we'll have cake. No problem. <laughs> yeah, you can tell Rafi's thinking like maybe you need some of my vape pen mm-hmm. or but, booze but or Gerardi something. is but like, I, what I really would like is a gigantic piece of cake. I just want cake. <laughs> okay, we have cake. Rafi's like, sure. If that's what you cake, yeah, do cake. They got a replicator. That's then she gets her cake eventually. Gonna she's be gonna get her cake a little while in a few minutes. We go back to Nepente, and uh, Soji comes up uh, to Riker, who's making pizza. Yeah. So okay, you have to set the scene. Men, hmm. Jake, are you still with us, or have you? I am. Oh, okay. I thought you had a hard out. Yeah. I'm making my heart out a little soft for you guys. It was a soft out. 
sometimes it's not not as hard as it used to be. Yeah, when you get old, isn't man, that, you're out hard as, that, as hard is, as they always isn't were. Isn't that true for everything? Just not as hard as it used to be. Uh, Riker and Picard are making pizza. So <laughs> Riker has like a big outdoor, like wood fired pizza oven <laughs> in like awesome. his, in his backyard, right? He's retiring in style. Yeah. yeah. The oh, house yeah. is, I would love to live in that house. It's a beautiful yeah. house and it's got a fucking fancy ass wood fire pizza oven. So Riker's out there and he's wearing an apron and he's just like, you can tell that Riker has really settled into he's uh, domestic his retirement. Life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's really having a good time. Although we find out he's stuff. still on active duty or reserve duty. He's on reserve, but. Oh. But anyway, he's out there and he's like making pizza and he's like, I've got these great tomatoes that we grow in our garden. I've got this great basil that grows everywhere on this planet. He's like, the planet has. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they, they, this is so where they talk like, about the planet's got like. He's like, everything grows. Super on, soil. Yes. He's like, everything grows on this planet. Anything you plant grows on this planet. That's kind of why we came here, which is sort of a hint about the fact that the sun died and they thought that maybe coming to the planet would help uh heal him and he's like i'm just a you know i'm just a cool pizza guy these days and they're having a little talk and he riker's like hey uh why don't you tell me what's going on what's really going on john looks like i can't tell you i don't want to get you in trouble the less you know uh the better it will be for you riker's like okay i'll just stand here and keep making my pizzas he's like putting slices of tomato on the pizza you would have liked this pizza man it was vegetarian it sounds amazing they put sausage on it at the end but you could have had a you could have had from some weird rabbit creature that the girl killed with her bow or something and like skins it wow uh kestra is really young though right 12 yeah she's like she looks like she's about 13 something like okay sounds about yeah Soji and Kester come out. They're going to go out into the garden. And uh, Riker talks to Soji because he hasn't met her yet. Mm-hmm. And she does a little like head tilty thing, which is she something that the- he used to do. Mm-hmm. Like whenever he thought that something was curious or interesting, Brent Spiner would like sort of tilt his head uh, to the side. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see it a lot. We'll drink every time he does it on the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks, Doc. Doc. <laughs> so anyway. got to start coming up with our new drinking games, guys. We'll, Come we'll on. drink every time they pull their shirts down. Anytime, well, right, anytime Picard is irritated pulls. with Lee. <laughs> anytime Data says he's fully functional. <laughs> I, I, I do want to do anytime he says engage. Oh, anytime, anytime oh, Riker, anytime Riker sits down by throwing his leg over the back of the chair. Uh-huh. Anytime he puts his leg up inappropriately on like Data's, <laughs> on like Data's workstation. Like, right, right, right. You know how he comes up to Data and like just slaps his leg up there next to Data. <laughs> he does like that. It's like a power move or something. You know, you need to make a list, Sean. Of- <laughs> I'm no. working on it. I'm working on it. There are no well, moments we won't be drinking then. Well, I mean, make it a moments short... we're not drinking when we're watching anyways. So. Make it a short list, maybe. Yeah. I got, yeah, a few. Gotta fit I got my ideas. I got my ideas. 
Can I ask, uh, you You had said something about the son was dying and he came there for his health? What was yes. that about? There was this, there's this, Riker says uh, that the soil of the planet, really the reason lost. everything grows there so mm -hmm. well there is because the soil has regenerative powers. Mm -hmm. So they thought that maybe bringing Thad there uh, would be good for uh -huh. his health. Yeah. Hell, but obviously yeah. it didn't work mm -hmm. out because it did not work. After they wander away, Riker's like, look, Jean-Luc, I understand that you don't want to tell me what's going on because you're trying to protect me. But let me just sort of tell you what I think is going on. I think it's happening. And you can just sit there and listen to me. And then Riker basically just says everything that's happened. He's like, that girl's clearly an android because she tilts her head She's just like data. Data's and because you're worried from about data. cloaks, you must be worried about Romulans, which means that girl is on the run and the Romulans are trying to catch her. And the reason you're trying to protect her is because you think she's part of data. How am I doing so far? <laughs> and like, oh, I just got so all not, the fuck out. I just not bad. Not bad for a pizza out. chef. Says. As I said, how both Riker and Troy dress him down in very specific ways. Great. And Jonathan Frakes fucking nails the scene. Yeah. He is so good. Like, Look, I understand that he's like, this is so you. He's like, you're he's like, you're you you think that you get to decide who knows what, who's in who's in the loop, who isn't. He's like, you're he's like, when you're the captain of a starship. Yes, you have to make those kinds of decisions, but you're not the captain of a starship anymore, John Luke. So why don't you just help let your fucking friends help you who mm -hmm. clearly want to help you? What he's like, you don't know what you're doing. You've got this girl. You don't know what you're doing with her. You're completely in over your head. Why don't you just stop oh, being such a such a closed off wall and let us help you mm. and the guard's like uh that's an excellent point you know <laughs> he's like yep good point yep it's a great scene jonathan frakes is terrific yep. patrick stewart's always terrific anyway soji and kestra are out in the garden did they also Long talk about this point in time about why thad died that's in the next scene is that the next scene? Okay. Hey guys, I got, I got, I got well, Troy right. tells Oh, it Troy got hard him, all of a second. Right. All right. Well, we bumped up against the soft, the soft. Yeah. I've got to run, and I just have one parting question for you. Yeah, sure. Um, and does he put the trademark um, Riker leg up on anything? No, he, he doesn't. He does not. <laughs> it was very. That was my one disappointment with this episode. Yeah. All right, guys. I guess I'll talk to you later then. We'll see you tomorrow, Jacob. Next generation, baby. Good night. Good night, Jacob. Wow, Jacob was totally disappointed with that. I think it's because uh, Riker doesn't need to do that anymore. He's totally comfortable. He doesn't need to prove himself. He has his wife. Yes, you're absolutely right, man. He's much more relaxed, and he's clearly embraced the. Uh, rural uh, pizza making dad life, like mm -hmm. you know. Um, 
I loved this episode, by the way. Mm. I don't know if we said this yeah, before at the beginning, but awesome. I thought this episode was terrific. Mm-hmm. Sean, was everything you- I was I was loving I was loving every moment of it. Because yeah. it was just everything I wanted from this show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It Can was, I clarify? Is it the first part you love, the this this part with uh, Troy and Riker, or uh, all around you love this episode? I mean, in general, I like this episode a lot. But uh, it was because of it's the stuff, Picard, Troy it's, Riker it's, stuff. It's this yeah. stuff that mm. we're talking about right now. Gotcha. That's the stuff that really, like, gets you in the feels, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. 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 Uh, Soji and Kestra go out to their, go out to the garden, and uh, Troy yeah, is out there. there picking tomatoes. And she's like, I've never, tr- Soji makes it, they're real tomatoes? She's like, yeah, I've never eaten any. She's like, you've never eaten real food. Like, I've never eaten anything that wasn't out of a, a replicator. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Troy gives her a tomato and she takes a bite and she's like, oh, my God, it's amazing. It's the greatest tomato I've ever eaten. What she says, Sean, is it tastes so real, which is <laughs> right. which is what leads into this whole conversation about being real or not being real, because what yeah. Soji is struggling with is the question of whether or not she is real, right? Because she's thought that she was a human, and now she's sort of struggling with the fact that she's not a human, Mm -hmm. that she's an android. And this is a great scene because it it shows off that Troy is a really good counselor. Like, even when she can't read somebody's emotions because she can't read Soji, she's absolutely, like, able to figure out what's going on with her get right to the heart of it. Like Troy's a good counselor. Like she knows what she's doing because they have this whole conversation where uh, the two of them bond Mm -hmm. and Troy's sort of trying to get her to open up. And the way that she does that is by talking about her, uh, Troy's son's death. Right. Right. So, so she's like, uh, so what happened to your son and and tries like well he had this very rare disease and ordinarily it would be very easy to cure but in order to cure it you have to have access to a positronic matrix mm-hmm. and all positronic stuff got banned because uh, by the, the synth band on on mars mm-hmm. so because they were not able to get access to a positronic matrix they were not able to cure their son their son yeah so they have this very sweet little scene where troy's sort of telling her the story and saying and says to her just because something isn't real doesn't mean it's not good you know because if we had had an unreal thing we could have saved our son it's a sweet scene i liked it a lot yeah again marina sirtis nailing it Nailing it. Nailed it. <laughs> yep. And then do we go to the board cube? Oh, no. This is where Troy dresses down Picard. Yep. So they come up. They they go. They bring the tomatoes. And Soji's like, she sort of breaks down. She's like, I don't trust him. I don't trust anybody. And, like, storms off. Soji does? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Soji like, thinks I don't that, trust you. Yeah. Soji thinks that this all is still might still like manipulated. be manipulated, uh, a scam, right? Yeah, they might be 
maybe this is all part of the Romulans' plan to bring mm. her here. I got fooled. I got know. fooled by Eric, who I thought loved me. Mm. And for all yeah. I know, you people are all in on it too. In I have it. no. I have no reason to trust you. And then Picard comes over, and Soji kind of like stomps off. Mm. And Deanna, this is when Deanna gets to tell Picard what she thinks because yeah. Deanna's like. Yeah. Jean-Luc, you're not uh, paying attention to what's going on with this girl. He's like, she's like, this girl has been through this horribly traumatic experience. She's been manipulated and tortured by the Romulans. She's just found out she's an android. Mm. She has no reason to believe you, me, or anyone. And you're not, like, doing anything to, you're like, helping. help her get <laughs> through this. And Picard's like, uh, I need to. And then Treggs goes, you need to be Jean-Luc Picard. You need to be compassionate and patient and curious and all of the things that we love about Jean-Luc Picard. That's who you That's who this, you need to get back to. This, Is that cry five? Cry moment number four or five? Uh, nope. It's oh, not on the list. Oh, okay. This was my cry. This was my cry moment number two. Wow. Okay. This is my cry moment. Yeah. It's a great scene. When she tells him, you need to be Jean Luc Picard. You need to be curious and compassionate. It was like, oh, so good. So good. It's very moving. It was a very, very yep. good scene. Mm -hmm. yep. And then they great go scene. off to have dinner. And then, so that's the end of that scene. Pizza. Then we're back on the Borg ship, Sean. Elnor and uh, Rizzo fight. Oh, really? Like, well, like Hugh and Elnor are walking down a hallway and Hugh is like, I'm going to take you to the back to the queen cell, because if we can get back to right. the queen cell, we can take over the cube and get rid of these fucking Romulans. Right. Hi, we Stan. Can take back the cube. Stan just got home. Everybody. Hey, Stan. Uh -huh. Hi, Stan. Says, Hi, Stan. <laughs> so. They're like, we have to get to the queen cell. We'll be able to like take Control over the cube. Control. And I'm I'm sick and tired of these fucking Romulans. And then Narissa, mean evil Narissa and her Romulan cronies uh appear at the other end of the hall. And she's like, Did you think we weren't following you? <laughs> of course we were following yeah. you. And then uh, she's like, I, now I have a reason to kill you because now I can prove that you're like traitors or whatever. This is, and this is, Elnor's uh, like, this is Elnor's like, um, I'll handle this. He like shoves yeah. you off to the side. He's like, why don't you let me take care of this? And he like pulls and his fucking his sword out and he gives his great line. Please friends choose, to live. choose to live. Yeah. And the Romulan they lady, Nurse is like, oh, okay. I didn't know I was going to have to deal with one of you motherfuckers, <laughs> but I guess I am. So, oh, says boom. it in Romulan, doesn't it? Yeah, it's all in Romulan. says the line in Romulan. Yeah, she's, and she replies back in Romulan. But oh. they then there's a big fight scene where all the baddies are trying to kill Elnor. And Elnor sort of systematically slices their heads off. Don't, don't the baddies have guns? Yes, they have phasers, yep. but oh. it doesn't matter because Elnor was, raised, Elnor was raised by badass Romulan warrior nuns. 
Okay. A phaser in we, nothing. We, Don't be several <laughs> times. Man. Elnor. You think Elnor is afraid of a phaser? I, I, I don't know. I suppose not. Is he like a Jedi he where he's deflecting them? Ass Romulan warrior nuns. No, he can just he just dodges them. He just oh. jumps out of the way. Wow. Faster than speed of light is Elnor. Speed of phasers, definitely. Well, phasers move at the speed of light. Yeah. They are laser beams. <laughs> Physics. Uh, yeah. Anyway, this Elnor kills everybody, and then it's just Elnor and uh, what's her face? Nerissa. Nerissa. Mm. And she's like, "I recognize you. You're one of those warrior nuns, except you're a boy." <laughs> she says something about what is it? What? How do you fight when the Jatmal Jatval fight the Kawat Malat? Yeah. What? <laughs> who cares about the names? <laughs> What a sentence. So they get into a fist fight and they're uh, like yeah. punching around. You'd and then she pulls out away. she pulls out a she pulls out of a, a dagger. Nice. Knife. And you think, oh, she's gonna stab him. Mm-hmm. But instead mm-hmm. she throws the knife and she stabs poor Hugh oh. right in the back. Hugh gets, takes it in the neck. He's oh, been all, he's oh. been sort of hiding in the corner this whole time. She throws the dagger. She gets him right in the right in the jugular, and he's like yep. bleeding out. That's fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up. Normally, yep. when you're hiding behind a corner, you get like three quarters cover at least. That yeah. totally increases your AC. It was no. a it was a natural. She, she was it was a nat twenty. She rolled a natural twenty. She really <laughs> threw that knife perfectly. <laughs> nat twenty. Yes. So Elnor runs over to to take care of Hugh, and Narissa disappears. And Narissa disappears. Ah, yes, he beams ah, out. He's transported because he, he throws the, he pulls the knife out of Hugh's neck and throws it back at her. Yeah. But before it can hit and her, she, she beams away. Damn, beams away, and he tells him to get to the queen cell. He's like, "You're gonna need a Borg to get in to the next beat." And Hugh, and then Hugh. Dies. Although I don't know if I believe that Hugh is really dead. I sort of, I, I'm sort of half expecting Hugh to be uh, to come back. You think so? a lot? Yeah, I'm. I'm hopeful that Seven. Uh, spoiler alert, men. We see in the trailer for next week that Seven returns. Uh, I'm hoping that Seven might be able to save Hugh because there's been a lot of characters from the old days dying. You know, like Bruce Maddox died. Uh, Egypt died. Egypt died. Uh, <laughs> Poor Hugh. Hugh is Hugh dead. Died. There's been a. Hugh is now Picard died. is leaving a long uh, swath. A trail of tears. A trail mm-hmm. of death mm-hmm. behind him. So yep. I would like to see Hugh pull out, but maybe I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Bad terminology. Pull through is what. Pull I through. <laughs> That's a whole different thing. <laughs> he should also pull out. I mean, <laughs> if you must. <laughs> Inside Picard, we've got a theme going on tonight. <laughs> Back on La Serena, Sean. Yes, yes. Rafi and Girardi. Girardi eating cake. Eating cake. Ah, what sort of cake? She's on red her velvet. third piece of red velvet cake. Red Gigantic red. sliced and cake, by the way. That makes Rafi's like, Rafi's like, you want another glass of milk? She's like, yeah. She's like, chocolate? And she says, wouldn't that be overkill? She's like, hey, listen to Mama Rafi. 
me. I, I take care of you. It's <laughs> her glass of chocolate milk and she's eating the cake. I love it. And we're about to get to vomit number two. Oh. Yeah, indeed we are. Is it Gerardi again? It is. Oh, yep. She's responsible man. for both of the vomits wow. in this episode. So she's eating the cake and Rafi is trying to like talk to her and Rafi's like, oh, the reason you're sad is because Bruce Maddox died before you got a chance to see to like really like reconnect with him. And then she Gerardi kind of has a breakdown and then she like throws up the the cake. Uh, It's like blood. It does look like blood. Rios, Rios is like, she puking blood? And Rafi's like, no, blood? it's red velvet like, no. cake. No, red velvet cake. But it's so symbolic. Like, Can I have a moment? And Rios is like, well, we have a problem because Rafi. the bad, the, the ship that's trailing us is back again. Mm. Still trailing us. Yeah. You need to go fix it. And he leaves and he, so it's Rios and Gerardi. And Rios is like, I think I know why we're being tracked. Mm. Yeah. She goes, why? What do you know? So I think I think Rafi, maybe remember we she was down on Free Cloud and she wasn't supposed to come back, but then she decided to come back. And where did she go during that whole time? And what did she do? And I think we need to I think we need to figure out whether or not Rafi's been has is the reason why we're being able to be traced. Mm. Then he leaves. Uh, I think that's the end of that scene, right? Yeah. So yeah. So he's telling her, I think Rafi did it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, yeah. Gerardi knows that she's actually the reason right, that they're right. tracked. So she goes over to the replicator and she replicates a another cake. Uh, Some kind of no, like a phaser. No, like what? a it's one not of a those, phaser, but it's no, some... no, no. It's one of those injectors that. McCoy always used when he was oh, like right, uh, right, right. to inject a drug into someone. You know, they would like, yeah, like you know that little, they would have that little yeah. thing where they would like up put it up the to neck. your neck and it would yeah. go, and yeah. then you would have, yeah, you'd be injected. She yeah. injects herself with this thing, and it causes her to start spasming and foaming at the mouth and oh. foaming at the mouth. The emergency Flash medical, the emergency medical hologram shows oh, yeah. up. Oh. And he's like, state the nature of your medical. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. <laughs> she's like, she's like choking out on the floor on the floor. And then we see that Narek on his ship. Yeah. And he no longer scanner. has the signal. And she's this. So whatever she the, did, the, whatever uh, she injected, she, with, it got rid of the tracking mm. device. She's done this so that they can get away. That's a bold Meanwhile, then, well, back on Nepenthe, it's dinner Nepenthe. at the Rikers. This is the bit. Uh, I got to ask you a question, yep. Matt. Yep. Uh, did he, I want a slice of pizza? Multiple, yes, I multiple did. times in this episode, uh, Riker calls Diana Imzadi. Sure. Which I know from watching Encounter Farpoint recently is how they sort of talk. The first time they connect, yes. she uses that term. Yes. Do they ever use that term? Is it a fairly common term he calls yes. her that? Okay. Well, not so much after they stop, you know, for most of the show, they're not together, right? But right. Imzani is like the Betazoid word for lover. So that's oh, like, okay. that's that's why he calls her that or why they call each other that. 
But for most of the old shows, they were not. They were not a couple for most of the show. So they don't call each other that during the regular. Okay. You know, day to day. Do they have any episodes in the next gen where they do uh, get closer together? Yeah, they have sort of a on and off again, on again, off again. Sam and Diane type of thing. You'll you'll learn they they uh-huh. had a relationship before they get on the ship together. Oh, so it's dinner time at Deanna and Will's house. They are eating pizza. Right, Troy has told Picard, pretend that our dinner table is your is the ready room on the Enterprise <laughs> because yeah. that's where you go to figure out what your next thing, mm. what you're gonna do is. So we're going to sit around this dinner table like we used to sit around the conference room table, and we are going to have a conversation, and we are going to figure out what to do together, which is a very next-gen-y uh, thing yes. to, to do. Moment. So they're sitting around, and they're eating pizza. Do- Soji finally coughs up the story of what happened to her and tells them about the dream and about the planet with the two moons and the lightning. The two, the two dark, two red blurred moons and the Basically, lightning. Basically, they convince her. I'm trying to wrap this up because I know <laughs> it's coming up. <laughs> so I'm trying to skip ahead here. Coming up they, on my heart out. We're coming up on a heart out. The They convince her to trust him. He says to her, look, you're an android. That means you can do all these amazing things. So why don't you detect my heartbeat? and detect my pupil dilation mm. and listen to my pulse and t- decide if I'm lying to you or not. Yeah, and she you does. Tell me if I'm lying. You tell me if you think I'm lying to you. And she does. And she's like, I can tell that you think that what you're telling me is the truth. And Picard, like, and then they you tell, think it's true. Yeah. Mm. And then they tell her the story of Data. And they're like, Data was our best friend and he sacrificed himself to save us. And we think that he his DNA was used to create you, and that's one of the reasons that we all care so much about you. So anyway, they basically they win her over over the course of this conversation. Convince her to let them take her to that home planet. But they because don't... they also say if they know if the Romulans know, they're probably already on their way there. They've got a head start, right? Because they've already figured it out. Yeah. So they're like, we have to get there as soon as possible because whoever is on that planet is in danger. Yeah. And Riker's like, maybe you should call Starfleet. And Picard's like, well, I would. But A, I kind of burned all my bridges with those people. Uh, the last time I went to Starfleet, they told me to fuck off. <laughs> and also, I don't know where we're going. <laughs> so what's right. to tell? And then she's like, well, I had this dream about the moons and the lightning. Mm. And then Kestra like texts her. She has a buddy who's like a former he's star. Like a, he's like a former captain. Yeah, yeah. She texts him on her phone yeah. and she's like, he knew where it is. And it's like, <laughs> it's very deus ex machina, but fine, mm. whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Like they found out where the they got a location. They know where they're going now. Now we have to just get there. And conveniently, Rios and the gang show up because they sure. realize yeah. they're not being tracked anymore. Yeah, they they don't know shadow. why yet because they don't know they don't know that 
Gerardi was, uh, was the reason for the whole thing, but they know that they're not being tracked anymore. So Rios and the gang are on their way. We get a quick scene with Elnor back on the ship. He's on the run because he's murdered all these Romulans and Hugh is now dead, right? <laughs> so there's alarms going off, blah, blah, blah. He hides under a desk and underneath this desk dangling is one of the um, emergency communicators to oh. the Fenris Rangers, exactly like oh, the one that, that Seven, seven gave nine was card right before she beamed off the ship. Hmm. When we saw Seven of Nine before she left, man, I don't know if you Bejazel. remember this. After she killed Bejazel, mm. or before she beamed back down to kill Bejazel, she gave Picard a little chip, and she was like, if you ever need me, here's how to contact me. Just, so yeah. now we see that Elnor in the Borg cube finds one of those chips. It is unclear where that came from. Like, Find there's no explanation why it's there, but he finds it. Doesn't really matter. It doesn't there. matter. He pushes the button, and it lights up, and it says... Fenris Ranger emergency contact or whatever. So this is how we know that Seven is on her way. It's coming back. Back to Nepenthe, Riker and Picard. It's the next morning. Riker and Picard are taking a stroll through the woods. They're drinking coffee. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're talking about Picard's new crew. Riker's like, what are they like? And Picard's like, well, they're not like you guys used to be. <laughs> they're very difficult, and it seems like there's always something really dramatic happening up with Lots them. of drama. And, yeah. <laughs> not like the old days when we all just like did our jobs. And mm. got- That's funny to me. It's almost like a commentary on the difference between like a sh- the Star Trek show nowadays and like the Star Trek show when they did it back then. It absolutely is that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Commentary on... TV differences between yeah. TV now and TV. Because I was going to say, one of the the, the earlier episodes, um, Girardi had gotten with uh, uh, Rios. Yeah. Yeah, and yes. they would never have done that in uh, even next gen, right? That's a very sort of modern contemporary take uh, I on mean, it. there's oh, we're going to still remember the second episode, Data Fox Tashi Star. Yeah. Episode, episode, two. Yeah. episode, episode two. two. That's true. Okay. Okay. But you are right that the mm. point that they're making, Picard's whole point is like, they're not like you guys used to be. They're much more. <laughs> yeah, they aren't like you guys. They they have a lot more uh, forward. Mm. Well, they just have a lot more going on in their lives. Like they're much more, more drama and stuff. Mm. So they have yeah. this kind of sweet little conversation where they're walking along and drinking their coffee, and then they come to this lake, which is a it's beautiful lake, like. I don't know where they shot that, but it looked great. And they sit down on this little, in this little like gazebo next to the lake. And they have this conversation where Riker's like, technically I'm still a reserve member of Starfleet, but I'm really, but I'm really happy here. So it would, it would have to be something really important for me to come back. Drag me away. And he's like, and he's talking to Picard. He's like, you know, everybody else thought you should have retired. I never thought you should retire because I know you and I know that you are uh you're not the kind of person to like walk away and the guard's like, ah, yeah, you're totally right. He's like, I think he's like, Thank you, Will, for not trying to talk me 
out of out of this. it. Mm. And White Wrecker's like, I know better. I know better than <laughs> I've never. Yeah, I know better than to try to talk you out of something you need. You got to do so. That was cry number five on my. <laughs> was that scene between the two of them, which is uh, really lovely. Yeah, we're zipping through it, but it's a. It was a. It was a really sweet, nice scene between the two of them. So Soji and Picard are standing outside the house. They're waiting to be beamed up. They hug. Picard and Troy and Riker hug each other. That was cry number six on my <laughs> list. Yeah. Um. Kestra runs over and gives Soji the compass uh, from earlier yes. in the episode. Mm, interesting. Because they had a scene earlier that we didn't mm-hmm. talk about where Soji and Kestra talk and Kestra's like, I know you don't have a family, but you do have Picard if you, you know, and he has you. And maybe the two of you can take care of each other if, you, if you choose yeah. to. Kestra so they have says a, that. Yeah. yeah, Kestra says it to Soji. Wow. Because she's like, I know what it's like to lose somebody. Because she's talking about her brother who died. She's mm-hmm. like, I've lost some I've lost somebody too. But that doesn't mean you don't have a family. So they have a sweet little moment together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they beam up. They beam up. They, they beam, beam up. End of show. Picard the only thing and- we didn't say when uh Gerardi zapped herself. Mm. She put herself in their coma. So she's not dead. She's in mm, a coma. But she's out. But yeah. she's out. Yep. It was and lovely. That's, that's it was sweet. Beautiful episode. I loved yeah. every single thing. Best episode mm. so Got far. It. it was great to see those guys. And mm. they and yeah. they did a really good great. job. Like it could have been shitty. You know what I mean? Like it could have been could have been small bad. and mm. yeah. And no, it, it wasn't job. at all. It was really well done. No. All right, you're dismissed, yep. Sean. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm out. Bye, Sean. Bye, Sean. I'm going to talk with Matt a little more because I do have some. Yeah, thoughts. yeah. You guys have your thing, and I'll mm-hmm. talk. To you guys. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. Bye, Sean. He's gone. Um, Matt, I'm I I'm curious. It fe- it almost feels like they're they're taking in how Patrick Stewart is in real life, and they're sort of writing in like their 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 personalities, their personas into the show itself. Um, do you feel like that? I think yes. I understand what you're saying, mm. and I think that what the show is secretly about is aging. The show mm. is secretly about aging and regret Mm. and like how you how life sort of like changes you as you get older Mm -hmm. because they've sort of they've they've definitely with Picard they've been doing that but even in this episode when you see Troy and Riker yeah and you learn that like they've lost a child in the Mm. time since we you know last saw them Mm. and they're getting older too. And so this the secret thing about this show is that it's it's all about time passing and mm. what do you do with the time you have left and how do you deal with the fact that like tragic things have happened mm. to you mm. and do you let that sort of like drag you down and because Picard has let it drag him down, right? He mm. he says it in this episode, actually, in the scene where they're all eating pizza. He's talking to Soji, and he says, I haven't been living my life for the last 14 years. Yeah, I let what happened, your... I let what happened, you know, shut me down. 
Mm. But now I'm awake again and I have a mission mm. and I have reason to like keep going yeah. on. And so what you do with your life when bad things happen to you and as you get older is like the secret message of what mm. the show is really about. Mm. Wow. This episode, just from, from hearing you guys talk about it, it's just seemed so sweet, so endearing. Yeah, it was really great. And mm. not in a, and not in a, um, like yeah, nostalgic, really. like I don't like nostalgia. I think nostalgia mm. is kind of a toxic <laughs> impulse. Sure. But it was it was just it was really well done because mm. they weren't it wasn't nostalgia like just oh, that everybody's just the same as they mm. always were. Like all of the all of them were different mm. from mm -hmm. the last they time had lived. we saw them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it felt like it felt like you were seeing them. It felt like time had passed that we didn't see. Mm. But now you're seeing sort of what happened while we weren't watching. Mm. And it was really great. I thought it was a terrific episode. So my question, and I, I wish the others were around to answer it, um, but you know, I'll pose it to you for now, and then we'll we'll I'll, I'll throw it at the other guys. We have had a lot of characters now. We've had Picard. We've had his helpers, caretakers on the vineyard. We've had all these people on the sure. ship. Who would you want to be if you could from inside Picard? Be. You know, B, yeah, from Rios to Drati to Picard to Elnor to whomever. Well, I yeah. would think I would want to be someone young. Like, <laughs> I don't okay, want to be sure. one of these 79-year-olds <laughs> <laughs> running like, around. No need. I'll get there eventually. I'm but... getting old fast enough. I don't need to, like, accelerate the process. <laughs> yeah. So you don't need to be Picard. I'm aging every day. I don't need <laughs> to jump are. ahead. <laughs> So yeah, who would who would you be then if it was one of the uh, hot young uh, Elnor? I mean, oh, that's the obvious Elnor. choice. Interesting. Interesting. Anybody who doesn't choose Elnor is a fucking fool. I, I don't know. I I think Elnor would be the the clear choice, but I want to say I'm going to choose Jurati because Jurati is going through some crazy shit right now. Like she, for, she's never gone into space, so this is like a totally new territory for her. She Why? had. No, why would you choose to be Gerardi? <laughs> She's tortured, tortured and miserable. She had to kill her lover. And had, had to kill oh. her lover. Oh. Why would you choose to be that person? I, I mean, I wouldn't want to actually be that person, but as, as if was I was question role playing, if I was role playing it, if I was that wasn't the question you yeah, asked okay. me. You didn't ask me who did I want to role play. You asked me who I wanted to be. Yeah, yeah. That's that's. I'm I I'm still drawn to Drati though because that's such a. You know what you you are. You're fucking drug addict, Rafi. Rafi. Yeah, but you know what? I forgot to say this earlier, but during that whole scene where Drati's eating the cake and Rafi's sitting there watching her eat the cake. Yeah. Rafi's vaping the entire yeah, time during that. The, whole the thing with that is I already lived that life. I don't need to relive that life. You know, I, I, I could, I'm just, I just do that every day in my normal life. Um, so yeah, just, I don't know. I don't know. I think Gerardi's life would be wild. She's deeply unhappy. Deep, yeah. ooh, Why would she choose to be a deeply unhappy person? I, I don't know. I, I'm just drawn to it. Maybe I'm drawn to darkness. Maybe I'm drawn to pain and, and, and brokenness. For I don't know. Okay. 
Well, that's my answer. Oh, I'm well, a- that's a terrible answer. <laughs> it might be a terrible answer. Sorry, but that's a terrible answer. <laughs> that answer doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, I otherwise, no person would choose that answer. Probably not. Probably, yeah, yeah. Uh, I suppose my other answer would I, I would choose to be number one. You know, the the, the dog. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> He looks like he has a nice life, you know? He just... I'm sure, yeah. He lives on a vineyard in France. He seems happy. Super happy. Yeah. yeah. Those are sort you, of like... You didn't think of Laris or Jabon, the two um, Romulans um, live on the... On the I vineyard? did. I, actually, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them, them being like kick-ass. Uh, but then but then I, I just thought like, well, they had they a seem cr- weird, dark past, you know? Yes, so, but they seem happy now. Yeah. They seem... Con- with their lives as they are currently living. What about the Romulan warrior nun? No, like the, no, no, the, no, 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 no. She no. seemed great. No, no. There's no part of nun or monkhood that appeals to me, except when they're making wine. You know, that I could deal with. But everything else just seems so stark and rough. I don't know. But yeah, so Durati uh, or... The dog. <laughs> you know. Boy, I don't. I don't even know. I want to hear the uh, Sean and Jacob's answers. Yeah, that your choices are Gerardi or the dog. <laughs> well, okay. do you want to do you want to take us out, Matt? It's been almost two hours, and I feel like if Sean had stuck around, we could have gone for another twenty minutes or so. <laughs> I I had about. 20 more minutes worth of material. What the hell? We are getting so long with these episodes, Matt. I had 20 more minutes. I can't. I don't control these things. Well, what an episode. What an episode. I can't wait for. Terrific episode. Yeah, I can't wait for Inside Picard to be like three or four hours. Well, there's only three more episodes left, so which is crazy to me. I just feel like it's only starting right now. Like you know, like all of these other episodes have been like just build up or or, or exposition almost. That's so, how they like, do television now. Yeah. Like all of these shows, all of these streaming shows mm-hmm. are like this now, where it's a ton of build up, mm-hmm. and then they wrap everything up in the last three weeks. You yeah. know, it's, yeah. yeah. You had That's actually, just the style of television now. You you tweeted about something where it was like you you missed the days when TV was just sort of um, episodic is the word rather than yes. serialized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and I I I tweeted about it the other day, and I also have talked about it on a couple of the the podcasts that I've you've guested on guested mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's something satisfying about. They fly in. Mm-hmm. They have a. They have an adventure, mm-hmm. and they fly out. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about keeping track of yeah. who's doing what to who and why. And you can just you can just tune it. You can just watch an episode. You know, mm-hmm. it's why people like Law and Order. The reason yeah. I was thinking about this is because the guy who does Law and Order, Dick Wolf, mm-hmm. uh, just got like half a million dollars or something mm-hmm. like that. To keep making his kind of show. And it's like, well, yeah, because people like that. Yeah. yeah. There's a reason Law and Order is on TV 24 hours a day mm-hmm. on one channel or another. Because it's but- very satisfying. If you're just looking for something to watch, mm-hmm. it's very satisfying to tune in, watch 
watch an hour of Law and Order, see yep. a crime get solved, mm. and then you can go to bed. You know what I mean? Like, there's something really, it's murder she wrote. So, it's almost like having like a complete meal just in an hour rather yeah. than like, oh, it's a 12 course dinner that I not everything needs to be a 12 course meal. It yeah. can be a short story. It can be a taco. You know? But inside Picard is is not the episodic. It's it's definitely no. you have to follow all of the episodes. This you mean inside Picard? You mean oh, sorry, uh, I meant because uh, that's true too. <laughs> yes, I you can't the... just tune in to one episode of this. <laughs> Imagine tuning into episode five of Inside Picard. You'd have no idea what was going on. Yeah. Who are these people? What are they talking about? (laughs) Why are they talking about the the Picard show is a serialized show. Yeah, and so is Discovery Mm -hmm. because that's just the that's just how they do TV these days. Well then, take us out, man. Until next week. Thank you very much for listening to Inside Picard from the creators of Warped. You can follow us on, well, you can rate, review, and subscribe to Warped on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram at Warped the Podcast or on Twitter at, at Warped Trek. You can follow me at host warped you can follow min and our D and call of cthulhu podcasts at wet maynard you can give us money on patreon patreon.com slash warped for bonus episodes and additional content and until then min thank you very much yes. for sticking out with yeah me. you too matt unlike sean and unlike jake, sean, jake what a bunch of pussies <laughs> you and me stick it out to the end hardcore my name is Matt. And I'm Min Win. We will see you next time. Next time.